Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Bubba Hawk. G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the land down under. Uh, we have Monkey Doo. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Monkey here in the Southeast US. And we have Marge. That's right. Everybody's favorite Canadian. That's right. Favorite Canadian. <laughs> My favorite Canadian. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, TG isn't joining us this week. He's uh, going to be away for a few weeks. He's on a summer holiday. He's living the dream. You know, uh, those guys in Canada or Canada, as I like to call it. Uh, don't get don't get a long summer time so tg is going to be trying to make the most of it for a few weeks and enjoying himself so have, have a good time out there tg hope you enjoy your holiday mate and hope to see you back soon but yes enjoy, here we are buddy. sunday 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 hope everybody's had a good week that was a nice smooth professional intro that was everybody it really was where is john i don't see john in the chat john's here in the chat i've seen him <laughs> yeah he is there oh, how was that john come on everybody how much had how many out of 10 would you give us for that intro there let us know in the comments below. <laughs> you know. How many out of 10? Yeah, man, Just a thumbs fucking... up would suffice. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good idea. Hit that <laughs> thumbs button. Yeah, the thumb up button. That'd be cool. 9.5 from Sparky. I like it. I like it. Oh, that's oh, good. That's good. They like the boring intros, don't they? Yeah, sometimes. So when when there's nothing going wrong, you know. It's, it's just, After a while, it's, they're not going to like them so much if it's just boring. Yeah, they said that last week. Hope everybody's rolling something. Going to get something ready to smoke here before we move on to the news. What are you all smoking on this week? What you got, Monkey? Uh, see, I don't, I don't even remember what I put in this thing. Uh, what do I want to smoke for this show? Let's do G13 nice. Haze this week. Nice. Isn't it nice when you just don't have to really... You've got it, so much weed, a, you don't know what it is. <laughs> it is actually pretty pretty good feeling just to know that, yeah, it's it's weed and it's good weed, but I don't have to know more than that. You know, it's a pretty nice. damn good feeling. Yeah, and well. to be able to open a box and decide on which, which one you want to have. You mm-hmm. know? Well, you got much. I believe I have a Northern Lights Haze again. Oh, nice. nice. I, I keep going back to that one. Yeah. When are your plans coming down? It's going to be soon, right? Uh, I took one down like a micro a little while ago. I'm curing it right now. Nice. Mm-hmm. How's it How smelling? Out, in your I, I'm pretty happy with it actually. And then I've cool. got the auto grows going that I that I won from Percy's. What were those again? Those are Northern Light Northern Lights Haze too, I think. Right. I have no idea. <laughs> I think they were. I know. I'm pretty sure they were. No, the, those ones are outside right seeds out, so yeah. I don't think Mackie even knows what was one there. Ask Mrs. Emmons; she'll be able to check back through a message. <laughs> she, she could check what it was. <laughs> I've got some mystery plants out, on, out of my yard right now. So. And I've, I've yeah. had to say this to Dr. X as well. Dr. X messaged me the other day. He's like, Mackie, you still haven't sent my mug out to me, mate. What the fuck's going on here? Like, oh, fuck, fuck's. <laughs> I am. Everybody listen closely now. This is important. This is important information, right? I am really shit at postage, all right? Uh, if you want something from me, it's not going to happen. Regardless of how much I want to send people shit, it just don't happen, man. I'm shit at getting to the post office. I'm shit at packaging stuff. It's just not my thing. But Mrs. M is a member of the forum. That's all you have to do. Search Mrs. M. That's my wife. And she will be able to sort all that shit and send it out the next day. She don't fuck around, man. So and Marge, your mug is on the way. And so is Bubba Hawk's mug is on the way. I did get my mugs. You got it. Sweet. sweet. I did. Yes. Yes. You you like them? You got your special bike. I do. They're great. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Enjoy. I hope you enjoy drinking out of the nice 
fancy yes mouse. i do yeah <laughs> yes exploitation there Laurent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so yours isn't there yet bob hark no no but again you know it being that we're down here and they've got to fight the animals to get stuff to us i think that's very true very <laughs> true he's got to carry a big goes- machete Sometimes it's super fast going down south, man. Sometimes it takes forever to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, but I've it, had I've I've had things come from like I've had things come from WSE and they're here in five days. And then I've had I've still got stuff that I'm waiting on that just hasn't arrived. And whether that got caught up in customs or just didn't, you know, it's probably still on a boat halfway across the Pacific somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Never know. But I'm gonna but, do some. I mean, anybody listen to this episode tomorrow, you know, downloading and listen to it. I'm going to do some mug printing tomorrow because I'm going to get Dr. X's mug printed up and sent off to him or at least printed up and packaged tomorrow, maybe sent out the next day. So if you want a mug, if you're a patron, you've been a patron for a while, let me know. And I'll get if Let me know what mug you want. Let me know if you want a Percy's and High and Homegrown logo on it. And if you're a member of the forum, I'll put your avatar on it as well with your name and shit. It'll be real nice. So, you know, proper bespoke so let me know what you want and I'll get it sorted. And because I'm doing a lot of printing tomorrow, that's my plan. So if you want one, let me know. Over at Percy's, you know, head over to Percy's, search Mackey, or you'll just go to members and right at the top because I have the most points. Ooh. Legit as well, legit points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll never catch it at all, ever. And I've just passed the 150,000. I think I went up to like full, the full ranking for member for the first time ever, just like last week. I wonder if I should actually go into the forum in the backside of it. I could give myself more points for a day and just see what Mackie would do. Probably like, ban me. That's what, what he would fuck do. You, you can't know? fuck with the points. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he would do. So I think everybody should be rolled now, ready, right? You should, everybody mm-hmm. ready for the yeah. news? I'm just going to grab a quick bit of that tasty ass CBD shit over there. Give me a sec. He's only over there. You're wandering away from the mic. It's not mm-hmm. that far. I promise. Yeah. That's, not, that's very unusual <laughs> behavior for Mackie. There we go. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's usually got it prepared. Well, he really, right. he really got, wanted that weed badly. I've just been thinking weed. about it, man. It's, you, you wouldn't believe the smell of this. It's so fun. Let me just smell it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't even I describe believe it. you, mate. I believe you because this Charlotte's, uh, the oh, Charlotte's angel CBD. My Lord. The turp profile on that is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Really, I have some really, of that really too right like now, it. actually. TG sent me some. What, Charlotte's Angel? Yeah, and I was very impressed with it. It's so nice. Yeah, CBD mm. weed, like, it tastes good, man. <laughs> oh, the taste of it was fantastic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Did you find yeah, any I've effects had... from the CBD? No, not oh. really. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, it's tastes relaxing. Good, but... It's relaxing mm-hmm. and, and calming. It's just so no, tasty, isn't it? It's just Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So just loading into my Mighty now. I've got the Mighty loaded up there with that little bit of CBD. And I've got a bucket of this pretty much, but not a big bucket. A pretty mm-hmm. hefty amount of weed. Yeah, but yours, isn't, yours is not just CBD. Yours is a 1-1, isn't it, Mackie? Well, apparently, but when uh, Chilbert had his tested a product Earth last year, it came out mm-hmm. as 8% CBD and a very small amount of THC, like really small, not even okay. noticeable. So I think... Judging by that, there's not much THC in it. And it doesn't hit me like as THC weed does. Right. Oh, it tastes Lish. so fucking good, especially in the Mighty. I mean, you all know about the Mighty. No, tell me about the Mighty. What, what, what is this Mighty you speak of every The Mighty is a dry <laughs> va- vaporizer, but it's now available from Ali Bongo. You can buy it now, now, now. 
for food with 15% discount from alibunko.com. Do it, man. Seriously, if, if, uh, you know, if you're just sitting there, you get into the age where you're like, man, maybe I smoke too much. I need to cut down a little bit. You don't necessarily need to cut down, man. Just go and um, buy yourself a mighty. And then you can vaporize weed instead. And this is the tastiest way I've ever consumed weed ever. This is the Mm -hmm. shit. And I went out a couple of weeks ago with my mates. Was it last week? And I let them try some, you know, like, like what the fuck is that? What was that mobile phone you've got? <laughs> yeah, it's my, my weed phone. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, it's like, you, you got to try this, mate. And I'll put it, you know, give it to him and let him try the, the lemon, you know, the lemon tree. And he was just like, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> and he was hit by it. And he's a real, you know, he's a skeptical kind of guy as well. And he's an yeah. everyday smoker, so he was thinking, oh, what the fuck is this dry uh, vaporized? Ain't going to hit you. And it hit him, and he's coughing, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, hey, see, bro? Uh, hey, see? Uh, <laughs> the bite of the mighty does him take it too big of a hit, start <laughs> coughing, knock his ass off. I'm man. saying, yeah. might is the shit, man. So head to Ali Bongo and get yourself one if that's something you're... It's, it's worth it. It's, it's like £300. It's less because you get the 15% discount using the discount code Percy's 15 So you get a good section off, like 45 quid or something, isn't it? Uh, you get a good discount and it's worth it, man. It's worth it. It seriously is. I've managed to quit smoking altogether. Thanks to this device here. And I was a big smoker. You all know that long time listeners of the show. know. I used to smoke a shitload. Have you managed to get a uh, concentrate pad in and chuck a pad in it yet? No, No, I've got got lots of trim to make some, uh, some oil as well. I need to get on that shit. Bro, you think, you think it's tasty, just herb. Wait until you get those concentrates in there. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I've got I've got my press set up on the bench here, so I've been pressing heaps <laughs> of wedding cake, chewing through the Ooh, wedding cake because I'm doing more rosin with it than anything else. But for nothing but terps at that point. Once yeah, uh-huh. once you get that terpy, you just nah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. I'm sticking with that. Too good, man. It's too good. Now you're making me think about this bong and that hash. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so happens it's warmed up. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking. <laughs> Jill just said there was watching Stranger Things. Spoiler alert, everybody. The other night, did anyone else pause to Google purple <gasps> palm tree delight and see if it was a strain? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was. And if it wasn't, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> but we should really move on to the cannabis news and events now. I think everybody's good and high or CBD, whatever it is. Let's do it. Let's go on to the news. So this week's cannabis news and events, the news around the world this week has been fucking scary, right? I mean, when you look away from the weed kind of thing, you see, see the uh, the former pro- former prime minister of Japan was shot. You see that? Mm-hmm. Madness, yeah. man. Fucking hell. So condolences to, you know, that guy's family. Shit. Yeah. Abe Shinto. Yeah. I mean, when, mm. when, you, when I saw who it was, I was like, God damn, he's been like the face of Japan for a long time. I thought he was pretty much loved over there, you know, mm. respected, mm. but... And then this happens. It doesn't matter how loved you are. There's at least one in every hundred people who think you're a dick. That's just the way it is. You know? Yeah. This one was crazy enough to to actually manufacture a firearm to kill him. Madness. Yeah, it was homemade. It was was homemade, wasn't it? I didn't, I I read that and I thought, shit, you know, like that's, that's a lot of effort to go to. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. clearly had, clearly had a very long-term grudge. Then we've had Boris Johnson Mm -hmm. step down as prime minister of the UK. 
Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, about time, really. He was crooked as fuck. I'm surprised he's still there after this long. But the, the thing is with this is uh, you're going to have Rishi Sunak, who was like his, his right-hand man, pretty much, who resigned. And this is what uh, caused the whole fucking shit in the first place. He resigned and loads of people resigned after him. And now Boris has resigned. He's going to be trying to take a move for the prime minister spot himself. Fucking snakery going on in the Houses of Parliament right now. More than usual. But yeah, world news is a bit crazy. So let's try and have some nice weed news this week, I think. Do we, <laughs> do we have any do we nice have any? stories? <laughs> I was going to say, is there any? <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> it's all good. You know, any shit. good news, anyone? I mean, yeah. mine's, mine's not bad news. If mine either. Helps. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of got a good thing going on. But yeah, yeah. mine's okay. Mine's hey, okay, see, too, too. Okay. Cannabis is, so cannabis right. isn't great this week, but we're okay. Right, so it's going right. to be okay, everybody. Don't worry now. Yeah, right. Hit that like button. You're going to enjoy the news today. Okay. Uh, Bubba Hawk, you want to go first then, considering yours seems to be the uh, the most ear-friendly. I, I definitely can. So uh, this one actually comes from across the ditch here. So this is a, a bit of New Zealand news. It's not uh, not specifically Australian news, but that's fine. Um, you know, they're, they're like our second cousins over there so um where are we so this one is scooby dooby don't so customs dogs do no don't sniff out weed at the border anymore so customs in new zealand has stopped training its sniffer dogs to detect cannabis coming through the border and now does not have any dogs for the job uh the border protection agency stopped the training back in 2017 um and the revelation comes following news that customs dogs are not trained to sniff out fentanyl because it's dangerous for them uh, instead, the agency trains its dogs to focus on drugs like methamphetamines uh, and MDMA and large amounts of cash. Right. If uh, I was so, a sniffer dog, that's what I'd want to be sniffing for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for the cash. So, uh, so Tiffany Duke, the acting chief customs officer for the detector dog unit, said that the dogs were an important part of a layered defense at the border, including x-rays and electronic searches. However, their focus was on organized crime. So the focus of our dog detector unit is to locate commodities at the border, which will disrupt organized crime and supply of illicit drugs, such as methamphetamine, cocaine, as well as prevent social harm. She said most cannabis is believed to be produced domestically. Um, So since 2017, so what are we now, 2022? So in the last five years, only 132 kilos of cannabis leaf and 42 kilograms of cannabis oil have been found by customs at mail centers and airports. Um, so Green Party MP Chloe Swarbrick, who led the charge for legalisation in the cannabis referendum, said there was no evidence of a looming threat of the drug coming across the border and agreed the evidence pointed to substantial dom- domestic production. Um, so essentially they're just saying that, you know, they're, they're, there's no point in them chasing down Trump people trying to get it into the country because it's being grown in the country anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and look, New Zealand... Uh, for a while there had they, they were looking like they were going to legalize um and then 51 percent of the population said no and the other 50 percent said yes and pulled a brexit on it did they <laughs> yeah wait a minute yeah. How, how did that work now 51 said one way and 50 percent you got 151 percent over there uh yeah look <laughs> <laughs> look it's down under math morning, i mean down, yeah. down under math you know all i can think like of it's 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 that extra one percent, you know. Because um, Australians do everything hundred and one percent, bro. That's what it well, is. Yeah, that's Same. correct. Yeah. yeah, we never, <laughs> never half jobs, mate. We go, mm-hmm. go all out or not at all. So, <laughs> but uh, 
but look, you know, I, I think it's I think it's a sign of the times. I think it's a sign of things changing a little bit. Um, you know, they're not one. Obviously, they're realizing that majority of it's coming from inside the country. But two, I think they're looking at it going, well, you know, it's it's weed. It's it's not it's not methamphetamine. It's it's not meth. It's not um, you know opiates and all that sort of thing. So I, I think they're more leaning towards stopping that than they are worried so much about cannabis and um and, well, and, and the, the sense the of smell on the dog country. is massive they can smell fucking anything and there's going to be so many people coming from places in the usa now and over 19 states legalized for recreational use so people yeah. are going to be getting to australia stinking of weed and when it's a sniffer dog as well who's trying to it's going to be pulling so many people out so yeah. but they just don't have the time and the resources to deal with that many people well, especially if you're a medicinal user, you, mm. it's legal for you as a medicinal user to to take your med- medication to New Zealand. And again, if you're coming into the, into Australia, there are there are specific laws. Do not take this as gospel. You do need to check if you're going to come to the country. Check that what you're bringing in is okay to bring in before you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that same token, you know they don't want dogs picking up medicinal users and then they're they're dragging them over the coals for it and things like that. You know, so I think. Yeah, I think I thought to me, I think this is a this is a step forward, um, and I, I think it's going to sort of go a long way in in helping um, helping people sort of live their lives without that fear of the sniffer dogs. Um, and this is just this is just at the airports, you know. Wait, once they stop using sniffer dogs across the board, um, you know, because we had a big issue here uh, in Australia with that with sniffer dogs being used um, to to just randomly. Uh, search people on the street and then they were doing pop-up strip search things and things like that. It was not great. Um, so that's a whole other issue and a whole other story. Um, but See, it must be me, very scary as well. You know, when you come in from one country to another, being a stoner, when you get to the other side and you know, you just need a weed, man. And then you get to like the customs bit, but you've got to wear anything to declare, you know, and it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you see a sniffer dog there, you're breaking it. So mm. now, if you're going to Australia, everybody, you don't need to be scared if you see the sniffer dog. It's okay, you can struggle. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. New Zealand, not Australia. I, oh, it's I not Australia. It's New Zealand. Yeah. No, this oh is God. New Zealand news. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, what did you say? Across the, across the ditch or something like that? Oh, <laughs> across right, the ditch, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the term we use for us, uh, you know, for, for the New Zealanders across there, the Kiwis. I was going mm-hmm. to uh, put on a Kiwi accent and I thought I would be, I would cop so much hate for a terrible <laughs> Kiwi accent. So I won't, I won't do it to my Kiwi friends. But you have to realize that we wouldn't know the difference. So here we're stupid enough. That's to, the same. Know, all, it's all the same. Us. You know, we don't know. Monkey changes know. accent watched, every week. We don't notice. Yeah. I watched a lot of Flight of the Concords. Weren't they from yeah, New Zealand? Right. Flight of the Concords? Yeah. yeah. So I would have recognized yeah. the shitty accent right away. Okay. <laughs> but the, well, the, the director, um, the director of Thor, Love and Thunder, and quite a few others. Uh, he's uh, that um, Taka Waititi. He's um, and he's in a, in a few of them as well. In a few of the, he's a plays a couple of characters through it. Um, he's a Kiwi and he is fantastic. He does so many good things. There's one called What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, that's um, such a great show. You've seen, you've seen <laughs> I that. Have. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. have. It's so good. He's, yeah. Yes, it's it's amazing. Like it's just you know, I love Kiwi humor. But yeah, but that's know. a great. If anybody's interested, that's a great alternative zombie story. If 
yeah zombies yeah it's about yeah. zombies yeah but like it's zombies. a very different take on it so Zom- it's zombies it- <laughs> and um and and vampires and yeah things oh, like that. that's what it is it's vampires right vampires yeah. piss me off can't do vampires only if it's blade because blade's going out killing them vampires piss uh, me off a bit too much you might find this one funnier yeah if this you, one's if you give it a chance yeah. yeah okay what's it called again in the shadows. What, what we, we do, do in the shadows, shadows. Okay. is it on netflix uh, I don't know. Maybe I watched it a long time ago. All right, yeah, it's an old one. I'd have to okay. have to double check it. So there's a movie, and they've also done a series. Um, so they because the movie did so well um, internationally, they decided to do a, a series on it. Um, well worth the watch. Sweet. I haven't seen the series. I'm writing that down now. So, Marge, you want to take your news next? Sure. My my quasi good news. Quasi good news. Yeah. And it's from a good old Matt Lammers as well. Yes. Yes. And this could almost be a follow-up from my news article last week, um, which talked about sort of how they're not doing consultations or they're not uh, having, acting on the consultations from the public on their cannabis laws. But anyway, Health Canada says no new marijuana beverage rules before the fall of 2022 and matt you should know better to call it marijuana it's cannabis there you go i'll let that go for now (laughs) (laughs) so apparently the uh, canadian cannabis companies are awaiting a potentially major regulatory overhaul that could pump new life into the country's fledgling infused beverage market but they'll have to wait a little bit longer as if they haven't been waiting long enough the federal health department told (laughs) pardon me mj biz daily from where this article is coming from, that proposed changes to the regulations would effectively increase the amount of cannabis beverages that can- consumers could purchase at any one time by more than eightfold. But instead of this happening sort of before the summertime, they've decided not to deal with it until oh. fall. And it's not, it sounds like a, they said at least the fall. So this roll, summertime rollout is obviously not going to happen, which is too bad because I really feel like it, so, what that was a the- huge opportunity lost. What is the rules there then? You can't purchase a certain amount of cannabis beverages. Yeah, the way that they they did it, because nothing can be over 10 milligrams, but they had these Mm -hmm. like equivalency rates. I think I used to think a lot of it was based on like the weight of the item, because when you go into like a dispensary in Canada, you have a a limit of 30 grams that you can buy. So if you want to buy like an ounce bag, you have two more grams of something that you can buy. And I right. don't think you'd even be able to buy a drink because they would come up as like five grams of weed or something like that. Ugh. It was kind of crazy. So you could go into the dispensary and buy maybe four to six cans of something or bottles or whatever the case might be, but then you'd be maxing out your, your limit at that store. Hmm. Um, it says here, the equivalency rates for cannabis possession limits in Canada mean an individual can possess only 2.1 liters of cannabis infused beverages or about five standard sized cans. And it was frustrating to a lot of people because they would come in and be like, I just want to buy a six pack of something or whatever the case Mm -hmm. might be. And a lot of the times they were unable to do that. It really depended sometimes on the drinks and they were going to be changing the, uh, this possession limit uh, to 17 liters or 48 standard sized cans. That's sort of the end goal. It sounds like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Health Canada uh, is in the process of analyzing the results of the public consultation, which they did a while ago, to inform the development of the final regulatory amendments. So this is the direction they're wanting to go, which totally makes sense because you go into the, like, the liquor store, the wine shop or whatever, and there's right. you buy whatever you want, but for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. you can only buy five cans or maybe one day 48 cans. Um, but for whatever reason, they've decided to delay this. And I, I was looking through it. I don't see why they're delaying it. Uh, everybody wants this. It's, it says it's here, summertime. They don't want to, they're out chilling and going on holidays. Well, that's the thing. And they did this 45 day mm-hmm. public consultation last March through to the end of April. And they received 83 total submissions from a variety of stakeholders, including research, public health organizations, provincial stakeholders, general public, cannabis license holders, industry associations. And they're all saying we want this progress clearly, but, and, you know, people are encouraged that they're actually going to be doing this. It's just not happening uh, anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're missing out because as we mentioned already, Canadian summers are short. And I do know a lot of people are really enjoying the cannabis beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that I know personally really like them for those social situations where they don't want to drink, but they still want to have something in their hands. Maybe they get a little buzz from it or whatever the case might be, but it's sort of, it's a fantastic alternative for a lot of people who are wanting to consume alcohol. So they've really kind of missed the boat on this, I think, because I think they would have been really popular and mm. a lot of people want to go in and just be able to buy whatever they want and not have to be limited to, Oh, I can't buy this. I can't buy like four drinks and it's shocking, uh, but it, it, an eighth of weed limit. at the same time. Yeah. That's stupidness, man. So you well, can't have a six pack essentially. You can't have a six pack and put that in your fridge. No, no. And if most I, of the public and people that were consulted were in favor of this change. Right. right. So for whatever reason, they've decided to, uh, to wait a little longer because you know, I was going to say margin, and this means like if you're having an event, basically a cannabis party, mm-hmm. and you can't even go buy all your drinks at one time from one, one dispensary, then I'm going to have to go make multiple stops or send multiple people so I'll have enough drinks for my guests. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, Pretty much. that's not right. That's not yeah. right. I I know, mean, we can silly. We can it's buy the hemp-based uh, THC drink, drinks here. Um, right. And there's, and there's no limit, and it's not even legal here. Right, yeah. I could literally go in there. I am fucking surprised by away. that, really. You know what I mean, because yeah. I, I know the, the laws for monkey, and it's fucking crazy. They hate weed so bad. They, they <laughs> I'm do, surprised but I mean, you can get hemp drinks, man. That's crazy. It's, well, it's the farm bill put this this loophole in in the thing, and they haven't plugged the loophole. It's expected to be plugged pretty soon, but right now, I could go fill up my fill up a pickup truck with with these drinks and drive around town. Nobody could do anything to me. And also wow. uh, try through daiquiris, though, right? But <laughs> <laughs> well, all across the Gulf South, you will find drive through daiquiris, yes. And, and that's that's the uh, idiocracy of the entire situation. You know, they're worried mm-hmm. about people driving under the influence of cannabis. But there are drive through liquor stores in the South. Mm. <laughs> it just, it, gonna, it, just, just it boggles wow. my mind. Same, mate. Same. It's fucking crazy. I was just gonna ask if you guys are seeing a change, like a a sort of a shift in the mentality as far as the alcohol goes, because I know, I mean, uh, Australia's always had a hand in hand relationship with the old frothy brown waters. So it's mm-hmm. you know, beer is massive, and every you know, as a kid. You, your uncle was drinking it. Your dad was drinking it. Now there seems to be this shift away from alcohol as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's a lot more um, non-alcoholic 
spirits and things yeah. like that coming yeah. on the market. And um, and it's just, it's almost kind of like that. We've reached a point where we've gone, you know, alcohol is probably causing more issues than it, than it should. And people are getting sick of waking up with hangovers and whatever else. And, and not that I'm, you know, it's fine. You want to drink, drink, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I'm of the belief that you shouldn't have to be told what you can and can't put in your body. If you mm-hmm. want to, if you want to drink or you want to smoke or you want to do that, that's fucking on you, man. No one has the right to tell you, you can't. Um, but as long as you're not hurting anybody else, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I've just seen a, a big sort of shift. Um, and, and really it's, you know, yeah. Okay. You're going to eat. There's still the majority of people that drink. And that's, as I said, that's fine. That's, that's your, that's your choice. If that's what, what you want to do, but it's just, amazing to see i think a lot of people are actually second guessing it now and mm-hmm. looking at it and going well is it worth all of that is it is it worth me getting on it and then you know spending well, the next day in, bed? in canada march because you work in a dispensary and obviously you have the legal cannabis now so have you seen your friends and family use less alcohol and use weed instead uh yeah actually yeah yeah i have i mean it's summertime in Canada. So I'd say a lot of people I know are probably mm. drinking a little more than they yeah, normally yeah, would yes, just and, because it's patio season and stuff like that too. And mm-hmm. it's so short. And it's and so fucking hot. Like, it's like, I need to drink yeah. something, but it yeah. needs to be something. <laughs> right. And then we hibernate for 10 months out of the year. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I would say, me, but I do know a lot of people that are trying to drink less or, you know, sometimes choose a cannabis beverage over, mm-hmm. over alcohol. I know sober people too, just don't, you know, consume it all anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe just, it is more awareness around the health effects of drinking long-term, short-term, that next day hangover, which always sucks. So yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And people are just trying it and finding out that cannabis is the better drug. Mm-hmm. Well, these are one thing I've never tried yet are these cannabis drinks. And, and I'm not going to try them in the state I'm in right now, because, you know, we talked about the synthesized crap that we have here. We're not yeah. doing that, but next you time I'm in a legal own, market. You have your own okay. cannabis drink every morning, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, that's coffee though. Yourself, that's bro. completely different. Uh, we're talking about these carbonated seltzers and things. Though. Fuck that! It must be horrible. Yeah. Fuck that! <laughs> too much sugar, man. Too much sugar. A lot of them actually don't have any sugar. Yeah, yeah some so of them use like aspartame instead. Yeah. No, no, no. No, but a lot of them are actually just... like the uh, the sparkling water based ones. Right. Typically yeah. Don't oh, have really? sugar. Right. Oh they, yeah. They use uh, like the the uh, essence of lemon or something like that in it to give it a little bit of a fruit essence flavor, but but you know. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of sugary ones on the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like monster they're delicious. And things like that. Actually, none of those because you can't combine it with caffeine, at cool. least in Canada. Although I think there is some coffee beverage that came out recently. I'm not sure how they skirted around that law, but. Hmm. I wonder, not just strictly question, you would know you're, you're, you're working dispensaries. What are these ones that are called cannabis energy drinks? I, I would think that that would have been loaded with caffeine. Sativa. This is sativa You really do have to read the labels though, because some of them do have a lot of sugar in them. Uh yeah. that's probably what it is. Yeah. High fructose and corn syrup. That's that's the one. Yeah. Look out I'll, for that. I'll shit. have I'll have my opinion on it in 30 years when they're available here. <laughs> 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 shit, you know, stay reserved. <laughs> at least it's another step in the right direction for Canada, you know, releasing, removing some of those stupid restrictions that keep yeah, the like, industry from growing. Back to that too. It's they're changing the, the number of drinks that you can carry, but they're not changing the actual potency. 
So they'll still be at 10 milligrams max mm -hmm. per drink, but to be able to buy more than one would at least be. Um, That's good. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, you need to be by the whole case. It's one of those things. Yeah. But you can go like because there's a lot of dispensaries, there's many on one street, right? So you can go to one, oh God, yeah. buy one, and then go to the next one, buy the next one. That's like telling me you have to go to every grocery <laughs> store in the block to, to get a whole six pack of Coca Cola, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it is. No, that doesn't but... make any sense. Yeah. Now, I will say, just because we're on the topic of it, Ballista asked from the chat how long beverages take to kick in. And unlike edibles that you eat they typically do kick in faster mm. that's another reason people like them in social situations is because you know you know what happens you if you chug a whole candy you get higher you know <laughs> yeah you know you it, could if you drink alcohol really fast you know it seems to get you more drunk oh. <laughs> interesting yeah i'm sure there is some here in the uk but i just i haven't seen one yet and if i do see one i i see all of this kind of stuff here in the uk you see a hemp leaf on it see cbd it's a gimmick that's all it is man i don't even take that shit seriously <laughs> it's probably like monkey said it could be anything else down to eight or whatever could have any shit in it. it's not properly regulated the people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about hey man it's 90 percent pure 90% pure what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And what is that other 10%? If that other 10% is cyanide, I'm going to be You can tell fucked. me it's 96% pure. There's still 4%. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, all I want to see is 99.999%. That's what, that would, <laughs> you know, it's not properly regulated and people are not properly informed on this shit. But hopefully uh, people people in the UK can learn from Canada one day. That's right. Hopefully. Hopefully. We have a new story out of uh, the UK as well. And involved in this article is Mike Barnes, who we had on as a guest just a couple of weeks ago. And that was a good interview, that was, everybody. If you haven't listened to the Mike Barnes interview yet, then go and give that a look, man. He's a super cool guy. We, uh, we should get him on again sometime. As we do, as we do. Good interview. Uh, the headline of this one says, UK medical cannabis model inadequate and unsustainable for patients, which we've been saying this for a long time. It's not good enough, especially when we have the NHS here in the UK, where we can get our medicine very cheap compared to what it, you know, well, not cheap, you know, it's paid for by taxes. So it does yeah, get but, paid for. But, but that's where you're supposed to get your medicine from. Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. At, at the point of use, it's very cheap and readily available for everybody. But when it comes to cannabis, you have to go to a private clinic and see a private consultant and they'll make sure, yeah, you are eligible for this shit. Now pay us more money and we'll give you, uh, you know, the medicine you need, which is often low quality. But I've heard it's getting better recently. But anyway, so it's inadequate and unsustainable. Too many people cannot get this medicine. And again, we've heard from the moms who have been on the show before who have to pay thousands every month. They have to do fundraisers on Facebook to get the money they need to buy the medicine their children need. And it's fucking disgusting. It shouldn't be like that, especially in the UK. We have a better system than that. And they're just taking advantage of people, in my opinion. But uh, it says here, the UK government have been accused of complacency as leading bodies call for more rights for medical cannabis patients. A UK patient body established to address the inequalities in access to cannabis-based medicine products in the UK uh, has called the government to extend the rights of medicinal cannabis patients and at cannabis europa uh, europe's leading cannabis conference so there's been a big conference recently where a few few of these guys have got together and discussed what's going on which is good timing for germany as well mm -hmm. germany's going through this thing right now mm -hmm. there's a plea p-l-e-a 
a patient-led organization, was joined by LIF Group the, and the Cannabis Industry Council in labeling the UK's medical cannabis model as unsustainable, arguing that chronically ill patients should not be forced into a private market, many of whom can't afford due to lack of NHS prescriptions. So, and this is the problem we're seeing. You know, this article is spot on, man. It calls it out. Well, this is from uh, cannabishealthnews.co.uk as well. So check these guys out, man. It seems to be a decent site for us in the UK. But a lot of good arguments brought up in this news article, which we've all discussed before, you know, on many occasions, man. It's absolutely shocking which, what's going on here in the UK. It's like you can have cannabis now for medicine, but you have to be able to afford it. And these people who need cannabis as medicine, often have chronic pain, epilepsy, or many other conditions that stops them from being able to work and earn enough money to pay this. Even if you are working in the UK nowadays, it's hard enough to earn enough money to pay these fucking medical bills here. So he says uh, the UK cannabis clinics cost from 140 with 75 pound, with 75 pound being charged for follow-up visits and an average of 50 pound per repeat subscription uh, prescription and you know it's like a prescription in the uk usually it's about 10 pound depending on where you are just and if you're a pensioner if you're over the age of uh, 60 or something then you don't have to pay for it either so you just have to pay this 10 pound and it doesn't matter what it is it's your medicine it could have numerous bits of medicine in there you know painkillers and some suppressants or some antidepressants and shit like that. It's still 10 pounds. It's like a bulk thing you buy. And that would be the case with the, uh, the cannabis here. This is how it should be given out on prescription. Be prescribed by your doctor on prescription. You pay a tenner, you get what you need, regardless of if it's fucking three ounces or your half an ounce, it's 10 pounds you'll pay and you'll get the medicine you need. Yeah. This so is the we, argument we, they're trying to make. It's what we call it the PBS down here. So pharmaceutical benefit scheme. Um, very, very similar, but the um, it has to be approved by our um, Therapeutic Goods Administration before it can be listed on the PBS. So any cannabis medication at this point has not been approved by the TGA. So if you're a medicinal cannabis user here in Australia, you essentially have to um, do an SASB, which is a special access scheme Um Thing. So you send that through to the government and then they go, oh, yeah, you're okay. You can have it. Yeah. Um, and then, but you pay for that. Like as, as it's explaining here, it's, it's very you know, much how the many same people model. are they turning away? It's like, oh, you could be a customer, but we're going to say no. It's like, fuck off. They're letting everybody in. Anybody who asks, yeah. they're, they're letting yeah. them have it for sure. They're well, look, at, the, look at what it's costing. Well, I mean, if it's costing people that amount of money, imagine the amount of money that people are gaining from, from this. You know, like the government's mm-hmm. raking in coin. Um, in bulk amounts because people want it. Um, yeah, and that's on medicine. Again, don't. I'm not going to get started because I'll yeah, read man. for an hour. He says here the UK's preeminent expert on the issue, Professor Mike Barnes, who again was on the on the show just a couple of weeks ago. Just check, scroll down a little bit on your podcast thing, whichever you use, and you'll find it, and you can listen to that interview. And this guy, Professor Mike Barnes, it says uh, pointed the finger squarely at Home Secretary highlighting that changes, uh, changing one line in section 7.13 of the Misuse of Drugs Act regulations in 2018 would enable GPs to prescribe medicinal cannabis rather than specialist doctors. Nice. Professor Barnes, who is the chair of Cannabis Industry Council, commented the UK's cannabis market is completely inadequate to cater for the demand of medical cannabis. The government must wake up, face reality, and put patients first. 
by enabling GPs to prescribe life-changing medicine. Legend. This guy's so cool, man. You have to go check out the interview if you haven't heard it. Professor Mike Barnes. Mm. But super cool guy. You were there for that, weren't you, Bubble? Yeah, I was. Yeah, cool, I think cool. I've got... And Monkey was there too. Yeah, man. He was like going every... Mm-hmm. He told us how many people in the UK weren't even aware you could have medical cannabis mm-hmm. was one of the big problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't even know how to get it. Yeah. Currently, just under 20,000 patients in the UK are granted legal access to medical cannabis with only around 110 specialist practitioners able to prescribe in the UK. However, if it were to be made widely available on the NHS, this number would increase to 80,000, enabling every patient to access the medication they require. And that's what we do here in the UK, motherfuckers. We have the NHS, you know. How long have you guys had a legal, uh, well, a medicinal industry? Uh, Only since 2018, November 2018 it was. And nothing's changed since then. And the only reason why we got that is because of ladies like Hannah Deacon. Fucking all the other ladies and the names. Yeah, I mean you know, Joanne Griffiths. That yeah, that, they know. had to bring kids in there that was you know horribly mm-hmm. sick, and, and that's what it took to, to actually make any make the needle move at all. It was ridiculous what they had to do. Hmm. The only Crazy. reason I'm asking is because we, you know, we've got a smaller population, and there is a lot more prescribers here in Australia Very than more. that, right. and there's a lot more patients. And you would have thought in a country like the UK surely by this point there would be at least mate we've had boris in charge for the last fucking how long it's been tory (laughs) government for 12 years it's it's like fucking hell man and the labor's even (laughs) shit but let's let's not go into political rant right now (laughs) (laughs) but you know the uk is fucked pretty much all right fucked there's always the stigma though within the medical community though you know a lot of times when you said it's only been legal for a little while. So you probably have similar problems that we have down in the South here. And the doctors are afraid to even touch it because, Oh, that's that stuff. We're not supposed to do anything with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta bring the doctors to actually want to try to use the stuff. I, mean, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, it's just proof, just proof that, um, you know, prohibition has caused way more harm than it has good. Yeah, it's going to take years to get all of this stuff through. Seeing here, it says Cannabis Europa, which took place in London last week, hosted 1,200 activists, academics, and advocates from over 40 countries as the industry gathered to talk about the expansion of the medical and recreational cannabis markets in Europe and the investment opportunities that have arisen as a result. So things are changing, man. The, The fat cats are talking about it now. They see the potential of making some money. So things are going to change pretty soon far as I see it. Uh, Dr. Bunny Goldstein was there and Hannah Deacon was there too. Carl Hart was there. Uh, Stephen Murphy. Lots of um, big names from the cannabis world went there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you can see on the first picture here, Dr. Bunny Goldstein, a dead child is better than a child on ca- is not better than a child on cannabis. But you know, the UK government seems to think it's the other way around. And lots of cannabis patients here. We have a uh, yeah, we've had foreign members said that the child protective services yeah. are coming after them because they've had uh, given their their epileptic child uh, THC to control seizures. Yeah, it can be seen like, here in this picture. There's a uh, Bailey from Bailey Shakes as well. It's ridiculous, Rachel man. That people are going to get forgiven your that's kid in, medicine that's helping. It's crazy. That's mm. infuriating to me that you've got to choose between having your kids taken away or giving them life-saving medicine. Like that's absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would ever make a parent make that choice? British cannabis exactly. confirmed as UK's largest CBD manufacturer. So get shares in these motherfucking companies. See that? Mm-hmm. This is not financial advice. But I agree. <laughs> get British cannabis I, I, in that shit. 
Yeah, what's up, the American I, one? It's all you there, bro. What's up? I agree. Everyone should cultivate their own cannabis and should be allowed to 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And if people can't, they should be able to get it from people who can. Yeah. Crazy yep. shit, man. But I think we'll get there eventually. Another 40, 50 years. <laughs> yeah, give, if we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take a few deaths in the monarchy and, you know, you might get there eventually. Maybe, maybe. So we have one more news story from you, Monkey. Yes, uh, a little bit something going on in the States. We've got a few things going on, but this one is kind of a follow-up on something that we've been talking about for a while. Uh, got it from Marijuana Moment. Uh, it's everywhere else too, but it's a the DC mayor signs a bill to let medical patients self-certify without doctors sidestepping federal blockade. So it's interesting because in the United States, we have this one little area. It's not a state. It's, it's a district, District of Columbia, our nation's capital. Now, uh, in the States, it doesn't have states' rights because, well, it's not a state. So it is self-governed in a way, but it also, because it, it's a federal area, the federal government has a whole lot more to say about it. And... District of Columbia's residents for a long time have, have uh, approved and actually want full-scale recreationally legal legal cannabis. So there's your setup. Uh, the mayor of Washington, D.C. signed emergency legislation on Wednesday that will allow people to self-certify as medical cannabis patients and access dispensaries without a doctor's recommendation. This comes Beautiful. after a week, uh, a week after a measure was approved by the district council. Unanimously uh, approved as well, eh? It, it was unanimously approved. Now, there's there's been a, a situation, a federal rider on a budget bill for a while that prohibited the district from using any tax money to set up a recreational cannabis system. So this pretty much tied D.C.'s hands because the federal their federal mandate overrid. So what they what they're basically doing here is saying, OK, guys, you're over 21. You feel like you need medical cannabis? You don't need a doctor anymore. Show me your ID. Tell me what you want. You're good to go. So everybody, anybody and everybody, if you're over 21, can can self-certify yourself as a medical patient and use a medical cannabis dispensary. So finally, fucking nice. Hey, this is this is a nice fuck you to the government. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 about time. So this is a victory for DC. Um, It also still. That for a while, what, uh, we have talked to people who uh, have business in D.C. and have kind of explained explained the, uh, the I don't know how you want to put it the gray the gray market in, in D.C. and we're not going to go into how all that stuff works there, but it involved gifting and so that's also something in in a D.C. that they're still trying to preserve is the gifting thing. So if you buy something that somebody wants to give you a gift with your purchase, it's also still allowed. So in a way, D.C. is becoming a little bit more uh, liberal than a lot of other places that just by getting around the federal government this way. So, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. federal government, guess what? We, <laughs> you're going to keep throwing up those barricades. We can get pretty innovative yeah. here. Okay, just ignore you all and go back to the legacy market. Fuck you all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Did the voters approve the legislation of personal cannabis, cannabis possession, possession, cultivation, and gifting in, in uh, 2014. So this has been held up for years and years and years because the federal government basically said, no, nope, you can't do it. Uh, and this is, this is uh, again, we'll have to remind everybody, uh, a federal administration that promised during the election 
to decriminalize and expunge records. And they're still even holding the DC from having their own recreational sales. So he's had other things to sort out though. It's, you know, he's been busy with the COVID and the oh, depression yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, the fuel yeah. prices and Hunter's laptop and, you know, other things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get those YouTube flags in on every play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're just seeing if they're yeah. still working. That's what. <laughs> yeah. But we know that the federal government lied to us and they're going to continue to lie to us. But you know what? I'm going to continue to remind you that the federal government made a promise to us. And, and we as, as maybe naive stoners believed them. And I'm going to continue to remind people that the promise was made. So next time it's made, we won't count on it as being any part of our decision now you know he's still got two years left realistically he's only halfway through maybe in the next two years he'll federally legalize and let people out of prison who are locked up for cannabis crimes maybe maybe what you say i'll say there's like one in ten chance maybe mm-hmm. well you surely surely you you know by that time you that'd have to have happened i mean you can't have a recreational market and then people sitting in prison for that exact thing. You know what I mean? You can't, that just makes no sense. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy shit. Well, yeah, it's crazy, but welcome to the States, guys. You know, it's just that's the way it works over here. It's just unfortunately, mm-hmm. the federal government's going to do what the federal government's going to do. And we just going to have to basically sit back and enjoy the ride, is, is the way they're looking at it right now. I'm actually extremely surprised that we've been able to progress as far as we have mm-hmm. within the federal government, uh, even though it still technically hasn't been legalized. And you st- you'll still see 19, 19 states recreationally legal and the District of Columbia now can technically be called recreationally legal, even though it all it really is, is 100 percent medical now, you know. So, so how many is how many dominoes left to fall? Uh, well, you know, you still got, we got 50 states, so we got uh, 20, 26 more states that are not legal. But if you, you have to look at the population centers now, you got California is like one, one, out of, uh, one out of 12 people live in California, you know, so that's oh, a hell of a lot okay. of big chunk mm-hmm. right there. And then when you have states like New York and New Jersey, that, that Northeast corridor is very, very populated, not to mention the, the Pacific Northwest, your Portland's, your Seattle's. We have more than 50% of the population have access to, to recreational cannabis. A lot of the states that aren't legal are a lot uh, more sparse than some of these, some of these big players that I've, I've just mentioned. So, right, yeah, okay. they should be listening now, uh, technically. Uh, the, you know, the higher should be population listening to this centers, show. Motherfuckers. <laughs> the higher population centers already have it. You know, Chicago, New York City, L.A., Seattle, Portland, all of these areas are, are you know, and, I, and I'm missing a few of them there. Uh, there's a few other big ones like Houston that doesn't have it legal yet or, or uh, Atlanta, you know, but we have more bigger metropolitan areas in the states are legal now. So it's showing you that the population as a whole, not as a state's whatever, is really in favor of this thing going. But yeah, that was so Teo in the chats just come off and, and said five states that have no medical or any cannabis access at all. So mm-hmm. that so you're you're saying that that like you know pretty close to fifty percent of the states have a recreational uh, market, but is it majority of them have um, medicinal access? It's just the recreational that they're. I think they're talking it, the about last thing. time I heard it was nineteen states have legalized recreationally. 
Yeah, let me let me get the numbers up because it changes. And every I've been asked this thing so many times, but it changes you know. all the time. That's the thing. I, mean, I think when we yeah. started this show, it was only like twelve, and it's gone up to nineteen. Oh. <laughs> Well, we start the show today or, or before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like about change you're making in the world. Like, uh, according to this map, we have one, two, three, four states fully illegal, nothing, nothing at all legal. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven states CBD only. Boom. And then we have other ones that are, you know, some, the rest of the states have something going on there. One, right. so. And that's huge. That that yeah, is massive, huge because I mean, how what ten years ago, that that wouldn't have been a thing mm-hmm. at all, really, would it? You would have no. you only had a few that were that were sort of rocking on the precipice of it. But um, but but to have that kind of movement, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this this week uh, I saw in the news they have several states that have, have already reached the, the required numbers of signatures on petitions to hand into the government to force. Uh, leak, uh, recreational legal uh, uh, ballots on on the next vote. So, yeah. So we have more. We have three or four more states going. To, we have Arkansas uh, looking to do it. I believe uh, that was Iowa or something like that. But anyway, there's there's two or three other states that they're saying, "Nope, we're going to vote on this thing too." So I do expect a few more to fall. Some of the states are actually being able to turn in twice the required numbers of signatures, basically showing that showing that the uh, People out there really want this thing. They're not having to even work yeah. to get the required number. People are actually coming on board even after the required number. So. Awesome. It's just Hopefully crazy. We'll we'll we put up with this shit for so long, man. It's just normal to us for cannabis mm-hmm. is illegal. You know, everybody who's smoking weed pretty much in the UK is getting it from an illegal source and has done for a very long time, man. It's absolutely yeah. fucking crazy because so many people smoke in the UK. It's a very popular drug. It's crazy. I think same, same here, you know, any Commonwealth thing except for Canada, I suppose, because you guys are the, the lone wolves up north there. But we, um, you know, and most of the Commonwealth countries are, are in the same boat, Mackie. You know, we're all, we don't have any real legal market to say, mm-hmm. you know, and even, even the medicinal market, as I said, you know, that's a special access scheme. That's not legal. That's you've got to apply to be able to have it. Um, so irregardless of how easy it is to get as far as getting your, your uh, scripts or whatever, um, it's just watching the rest of the world use common sense is getting a little bit um, a little bit stale. <laughs> it's getting a little bit annoying. <laughs> the backlash said there in the chat, he said, uh, tax-free weed is my favourite. You know what I'm saying? But fucking, yeah, anyway, before we go off on even longer tangent, because we could talk about taxes yeah. and politics for a while. I know. You all know that. Everybody. <laughs> it's only tax and politics. Come on. Let's throw religion in there. Really get crazy, man. You know? We can do it. We can do it. Some private session sometime. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> Three things you really don't want to talk about ever. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. what we like talking about the most. So, <laughs> yeah, as we said earlier, TG is on holiday for the next few weeks. He's just living life, enjoying himself on the Sunday. He's got lots to do. And, you know, he wants to go and enjoy summertime. So he's going to go do that. So have a good time, TG. Enjoy, man. We'll catch you on the show further mm-hmm. on after, you know, after summertime is out of the way. We have mm. the legendary Jorge Cervantes coming to the show this week. He was going to be joining us on Thursday, the 14th of July, and that's uh, 6 p.m. UK time. Okay. 
and that's okay. seven, seven o'clock Spanish time for him. I'm not sure what time is that in the it's three hours earlier than our usual show. So what time is that for you where you are, Monkey? That'll be one o'clock Eastern time here in the U- U.S. <laughs> Bullock, I heard you say Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it, so that's it, it'll 3 be like a.m. In, for us Australians. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to be a bit of a midnight bro. possum and still be up, Ooh. I'll give it my best shot. But I don't oh know. Gotta go. What about Getting you, Marge? One part, but going to work after is another thing, man. What time? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I could probably sure. go what, through. What time did Monkey say it was going to be for you? Because I think I'm what three hours. One o'clock. Or one o'clock Eastern on our East Coast US. East Coast. Oh, you're on the East Coast. Me. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm in the south. Oh, you're. I'm in the Gulf Coast. Uh, it's three hours no usual then, usual <laughs> showtime. So whenever it'd they be show one o'clock, it'd be uh, noon, noon central time uh, here in the in the U.S. So it might be uh, two or three or four in the afternoon here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. The, the yeah. easiest thing to yeah. right now in the U.K., everybody, we're on British summer time, so don't search GMT. So if you just search for six p.m. BST. What time is that where I am? It will tell you what time it is. And then that, that's going to be on Thursday. They'll, I'll put the YouTube video up as well, and that will tell you exactly how, how long it is until the show actually starts and shit. So, Easy thing to do, yes. Yeah, man. So come and join us on Thursday with Jorge Cervantes. He's got some cool shit to share with us. We've um, Also, I'm going to highlight this. And that's why I did it. I'll put the link right here. Also, I went and spoke to Chad a couple of weeks ago. Just uh, about his thing. Just one more thing. He has a YouTube channel. He does these shows 10 minutes-ish long called Just One More Thing. I went over to Chad's show uh, to chat with him for a while and went on a 10-minute rant about keeping things simple. So <laughs> I tried not to rant, but he made me do it. He made you. Well, it sounds like I'm ranting because he's edited himself out. that's pretty funny it's like and it doesn't seem like i'm just ranting i'm just jumping from topic to topic you know (laughs) no segue no smooth it's just like one minute i'm talking about this then i'm talking about that but essentially the whole thing is uh keep it simple i was on chad's show actually a few weeks ago too no that's right that's right you were yeah the friendly cannabis show it was pretty fun i was on there with another guy who makes uh infused soap and we haven't done that one yet. We haven't done the friendly cannabis show. We've done the, uh, it was just me who did the just one more thing, but he said mm-hmm. that he wants to get us on the uh, friendly cannabis show as well. So, uh, well, you know, more of a group rather than just me on my own. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to organize that too. Shout out to Chad. Yeah, Chad is great. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a legend, man. Guy. I like Chad. Nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. And he's got some good content out there as well. So find out his YouTube channel. I've just dropped the YouTube link to the uh, video I did with Chad in the chat there. So, you know, click that and save it on the side and you can watch that after this show is done, if you like. So I've been watching uh, a fair bit of his stuff and um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's like, especially some of the short, those little short things, as you said, that just one thing. Um, he's come up with quite a few and the other day he had one that's, that's rarely talked about and that's the, the temperature of your water. Um, it, it's really, you know, it, the little things he comes up with, there are things that a lot of growers overlook mm-hmm. and don't think about. Um, but they do make a difference. So, you know, bringing, bringing that little bit of awareness in for people, um, you know, if you're having problems, you've got no idea why and you think you're doing everything possible, but then there's that one little thing that's just thrown out. So, yeah, man. so anyway. subscribe to his channel, everybody, you know, head over there, click subscribe. It's nice and easy to do, but I think that is all of the news we have for this week. Right. Has anybody got anything to add there before we move on? Can't think of anything. I think of, I think I was going to say, I think of, 
What about you, Marge? Any uh, any news on your podcast? What episode gone out this week? Anybody want to go check out Bite Me, the show about edibles? Yeah, Bite Me, the show about edibles. I'm just trying to think. I think I did actually last week's episode was with, it was just me, but it was about the ganja mama. I went to an infused lunch and she was my very first podcast guest that I ever cool. had on the show. And she had a an infused lunch not that long ago. So I just kind of talked about that. So. <laughs> How so is that? that? The... What's an infused lunch like, man? Do you feel fucked after it? Uh, I, I kept it kind of, uh, tame for myself. Cause I was the driver. I, I don't, <laughs> right. so, you know, <laughs> but I did bring my daughter. So that was pretty fun. Um, and it was, she did her, it was a great lunch because she didn't actually infuse any of the food. What she did was had like little pots of infused butters and infused mm, caramels mm. and all these different things. And they were all labeled on the top. So you knew how strong they were. And you just and got there you... and started knocking them back like shots. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you put like, she had so much food. Like you could, it was nice because you could go up for like seconds and she like gave food for everybody to take home. Like she had takeout containers because awesome. there was so much food. And then you could take little pots of infused butters and stuff and then add it to your food, however you saw fit. And I really kind of liked that sort of way of doing it because you could do it however much or however little you wanted to. So it was nice. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it was really nice to meet evening. her like in person. Cause when I started my show, it was like, well, it wasn't right before the pandemic, but it wasn't too far off. And yeah, a lot of these, a lot of the people I've had, had on my show, I've never met in person. So mm -hmm. it was pretty cool. That's everybody for this show Marge. i've never met any of these yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah. it is kind of crazy the technology is, is awesome because mm -hmm. i've talked yeah. to people that i've never had the opportunity to speak to if it wasn't for the world wide web yeah one yes. day one day you know <laughs> as soon as it's legalized here as soon as like pretty much allowed to do what i'm doing it's going to be like yeah fucking cool finally god damn and then mm -hmm. yeah, get out there don't give a fuck then but you know have kids have things to lose so have to stay hidden behind the camera for a while if you want hopefully something... not for too much longer right that's right and say. anybody out there listening in the uk if you want to speed that up you know go message your mp and shit and be like yeah sort your shit out man what about <laughs> but yeah that's about it for the uh the cannabis news there right i think that's everything And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. As usual, if you have any news stories you'd like us to cover on next week's show, then please send us a link on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Or if you're a member of Percy's Grow Room, then you can message either me, Monkey, or Bubblehawk on the forum, and you can send us the link to the story you want us to cover. That would be super cool. And if you're not a member of Percy's Grow Room, then head over to percysgrowroom.com and sign up to the forum for free and just let us know that you enjoy the show. It'd be cool to hear from you. It's always good to get feedback from our listeners to let us know how we're doing, what you'd like us to do with the show in the future, anything like that. You know, just head over to percysgrowroom.com and you can find us there. And it'll be good to have you part of the community. But anyway, that's it for now. That was this week's Cannabis News. We got the interview coming out on Wednesday. And don't forget, we have a live interview with Jorge Cervantes on thursday so check out our youtube channel for that just go to youtube.com slash high on homegrown thanks for downloading thanks for listening to the show it's always appreciated and if you could it would be epic if you could share the show with your friends that would be sweet anyway see you on wednesday for the interview have a good week everybody see you in a bit mm -hmm.